Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. Elise, I am happy to have you on the Faithful Mama podcast today. Um, I think that, oh, sorry, I think that the, um, I was just going to say, I think that the conversation is going to be so beneficial because honestly, when you messaged me and you said like the things that you coach um, moms on, I was like, I want to hear, like, I want to talk to you. Thank you so much, Jill. I'm so excited to be with you this morning. Well, this morning for me, this afternoon for you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so looking forward to having this conversation. I know it's going to be good because of the technology difficulties we've had so far. Yeah. So, you know, it's always going to be be a good one. So I'm so excited to get into it with you. Yes. So um, why don't you tell the Faithful Mama listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I am Elise Rooney. I, by my accent, you can tell I am in Australia and I am wife. We are celebrating our seven year anniversary this weekend. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Our kids are with my mum today which I'm very thankful for so we can go out and celebrate that but I have three kids so I have a son who's five and two daughters they are three and one so I am in the midst of the thick of motherhood really yes Yes. (laughs) with toddlers at home but I I love it and I wouldn't um I wouldn't change anything for the world so I but what I do I founded, I guess you'd say, a brand called Wholesome Mama and it's M-U-M-M-A because I'm in Australia. And yeah. it was really, I I just felt a calling to help mums enjoy motherhood um, because I found myself after I had my son really lost, like becoming a mum is such a big transition and I felt lost in that transition. And so I really wanted to help mums to not feel lost and not be confused and feel led by God in their motherhood. So 
that is what I created Wholesome Mama for. And that was a few years ago. And now I'm really helping women with um, holistic homemaking and really setting up flexible home routines uh, to maintain their home, but also get more time back to for themselves, for their marriage and to spend time with their kids and not be stuck in to-do lists. So, yeah, that's a bit about me. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, I'm sure all of us moms feel that way. Um, at some point or another, we really do have to find our routines um, and also how to let God kind of lead those routines. So I love it. Mm. Um, okay, so I, I, when you kind of gave me the topics that you um, kind of, you know, coach and, and talk about on your podcast and, and blog, uh, the one that stuck out to me the most was routines and getting more time back. Um, cause as a stay at home mom, it feels like chaos some days and yes. like, it's the only thing that you are as a mom. So I, let's just get started on that. Um, why do we need routines and what if I don't like them? I am definitely a person that like does routines and then I don't stick to them. Like I'll do them for like a good two months. And then I'm like, this is boring yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, let me, let's just fly off the handle today and, you know, do something different. And then I stop doing the routine that I set for myself. And I, I know there's a lot of moms that probably struggle with routine. So why do we need routines and what if we don't like them? Yeah, so that's such a good question because we, I, I am like you. I am a very spontaneous person. I, I'm happy to write out a to do list because it looks pretty, and I can, like, I can tick it off. And really, yes. it's, it's like the satisfaction of how it looks, mm-hmm. not actually helping me to be more productive. But the thing is, is as a stay at home mom, particularly, or whether you are a stay-at-home mum or work outside of the home, we have a never-ending to-do list, particularly if you if you work outside of the home. You know, you come home from work and you have a house to maintain. And so we have, and we are mentally keeping that in check. A lot of the time you ask any mum what she has to do and in her mind she will automatically go through like a 100 different things that she has to do because there's there's always washing there's always dishes, there's always cleaning. And even if you just vacuumed, someone got a snack and it spilt on the floor. And so it's it's continu- this continual cycle. So we have a never-ending to-do list. And the other thing is we are called to maintain our home. You know, we, we look in the Bible, there are so many scriptures around um the woman maintaining the home and we being the ones who set the atmosphere of the home. So, um, you know, just one of them in, you look at the Proverbs 31 woman and she delights in the work of her hands is one of the verses. And so I, I look at that and go, am I delighting in the work of my hands in my home or am I getting caught up in the the mundane of it in the oh I have to do this I have to do more washing oh the washing never ends and so how routines help us is really they break it down and that's why I'm all about flexible routines 
because life happens. And with three little kids, I every day is different. So I cannot have a rigid structured plan, which I don't want anyway. So I'm all about having them flexible. But really routines are just to help us practically get our to-do list done without taking up all day every day. Yeah. So what do you say to the woman that doesn't like them? You're saying you find a way to make them more flexible. Yeah. So for me, and it's not like you just have to find um, like one or two things and we'll get into you know, what, how we can actually set them up in a little bit, but you just find a way to make it flexible. And you, you realize once you come to an understanding, and this was something that God really worked on me is um, I came to this understanding, a revelation really about how me maintaining the home is a calling and it is as much worship. It is as much of a, offering to God that my home would be a place that my children want to be, that my home would be, our home would be a place that my husband wants to be. Yeah. And so really having that revelation of this, this is my calling. You know, so many of us say, I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. You're not, you're not just a mom. You have a calling, a mandate on your life to build a home, an environment for your your marriage to thrive in, for your children to go strong in the Lord in, for your, you know, and our, that foundation. So it's really changing and that's like giving a super brief um, intro into it, but it's changing your mindset over. It's not, a, it's not actually about checking off the items on the to-do list. It's actually about creating a space that would be God's dwelling place. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. What led you to that revelation? (laughs) I was whinging to God while I was dusting skirting boards. (laughs) (laughs) Being like, can't like surely, surely this isn't it. Like, is this really what my life is? Cleaning. Um, and I really felt God say to me, well, this is worship, worship me while you're doing this. And, you know, so I just thought, yeah, actually my home as a believer and as someone who wants to be Christ-like, my doing everything, you know, every, everything we do, do unto the Lord. So as as ridiculous as it sounds, do your dishes unto the Lord. Do your laundry unto the Lord. Dust the skirting boards unto the Lord. And it was like boom yeah. to me that day. Like, and I remember it distinctly um, to just go, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I changed like my attitude. So when I'm folding my kids' clothes, which seems to be all day every day. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm folding their clothes, I I've started to thank God because we we were told we wouldn't have kids and we now have three beautiful, healthy, thriving children. And so I just changed it to be like, thank you, God, that 
you have blessed us with three little miracles. Yeah. May I not ever take that for granted again. Yeah. It's it. I talk, I've talked about that on the podcast before about Mm. um, like the perspective of, I get to fold my kids clothes, clothes, not I have to. And that kind of perspective or like while you're, while you're folding that particular child's shirt, thank God for all the things about them. When you're folding your husband's clothes, thank God it's a time to like pray for each of those people. Yeah. I love Um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes it becomes hard in the mundane every day Mm. to always think of it that way though. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's constant. And especially if like you said, you know, you just, you just cleaned your whole house and then three hours later there's sticky juice on the floor, a kid pees on the floor <laughs> yeah. whatever, and you're like, mm-hmm. then you start to fold their laundry. The last thing you want to do is pray for them. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm sticking you in a high chair so you can't move. And I'll yes. smack it. but it is hard so what is one thing or one way that you kind of encourage moms in those hard moments to keep that mindset of you know Mm. this is unto the you know I get to do this unto the Lord yeah because it is hard and it it definitely is a muscle and you know the whole the whole idea around thankfulness and gratitude and all that is that it slowly changes the chemical pathways in your brain so that becomes your natural response because our our flesh response is you know to go into fight or flight to react to you know when it to I guess not be thankful in the hard moment right and so when when the day does particularly get to that point where you know, you feel like you're going to snap. It's just one thing after another. In those days, I, because, you know, you get, to, you get to a point, you work your muscle and you get to a point where it doesn't so much become your natural response and, and you get better. It, you do get better at being thankful and at, you know, you can go, oh yeah, it sucks more washing or that's painful. I just did that. But yeah. that, that's kind of as, as far as you go down. But if you are having a particularly hard day, I I kind of say scrap it. Scrap the day and reset. So reset can be maybe the kids need to, you need to take them to the park down the road if, if you can. Maybe they need to. My One of my favorite things to reset the day is to put my kids in the bath and do like um, blow bubbles while they're in the bath or put Duplo, like the building blocks yeah um when they're in the bath and that's like a a reset yeah okay we just need to or I'll go off and like wash my face and that's just become my act of resetting and you just take that time to go okay when when we finish this it's a new day I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to go and clean up and it's just taking that space to breathe to step away from the chaos. And yes, when you walk back into the kitchen, the 
like whatever the snacks will be on the floor or whatever it was like if it's something that needs to be cleaned up instantly like we or poo or whatever yeah I do that <laughs> that just kind of comes with but if it's something you can leave go and reset it and take 10 15 minutes you know and just and reset yeah that's great advice another thing that I do is when there's like it's just a bad day is um remind myself that it's normal because I think it's so funny how us moms can think we're the only one in this situation and it's like I actually will be like if my kid just you know made a huge mess and then I clean that up and five minutes later there's another huge mess and it's like oh my gosh I have I literally will say out loud this is normal. Messes are normal. I'll be cleaning it up. This is, this is part of motherhood. This doesn't last forever. Like I'll say that out loud. My kids probably think she's really crazy, but like, I think it's, it's something that kind of, it helps remind you that like, don't freak out. Don't get mad. Other moms all over the world right now have dealt with two messes today. You are not the only one. Don't be, don't be the victim. This is normal. This is motherhood. Yes, (laughs) totally. Yeah, absolutely. But I I love the idea of then after that, after you clean it up, go wash your face, go put, yeah, go like give yourself like 10 minutes to just feel refreshed, put on some body lotion or something that makes you feel like calm and like, ah, okay, let's, you know, put the kids in the bath or whatever. I love that. Yeah. Even going Um, and having a drink of like a big drink of water. And yeah. kind of because you know how water refreshes you anyway. It's kind of like an N plus mums could all drink more water really in the day anyway, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, so doing that, that's another great, great thing to do in those moments is to go and have a big drink of water and yeah, re reset, refresh. But it is totally normal. And every every mum in every home is dealing with it. And you know, I, I have a friend who is she's a bit older than me and her kids are all teenagers now. And um, if I'm having a really hard day, like, you know, those weeks where it just feels like it's one hard day after another, I'll message her and I will, I will say, remind me that I'm going to miss it. Remind me that I'm, you know, that, that the little feet toddling around the house. Yeah. Isn't going to last much longer. And all of a sudden in that sense, I'm like, okay, I'll clean up all the messes because I just have to save my baby. <laughs> right, so. right. I know it's so true. <laughs> that is so true. Well, that's good that you have. I, that's another great point is to have a friend that mm. can keep you kind of accountable. Like remind me that this is normal. Remind me that I'm going to miss this. Like that is so, yeah. it's so important to have someone like that. Yeah. So um, the next question I had kind of going on with the routine thing is what is the biggest thing stopping us from being productive? Yeah, great, great question. Um, and I would, this is kind of a little bit opposite of what we think we have to do about multitasking. Because as moms, we, we think that we, I need to do all these things and I just need to get them all done. So we, and have you ever, have you ever gone you're like unpacking the dishwasher and you put something away and then you see on the kitchen bench a toy. So then you leave the dishwasher half unpacked, 
you get the toy, you take it into um, your kid's bedroom. And then in the bedroom, you see their bed's not made. Oh, I'll, I'll quickly just make it. And then you see their dirty clothes on the, so then you take the dirty clothes to the laundry. And then an hour later, the dishwasher is still not unpacked. Yes. So I was so guilty of that. I would have yes. all these half tasks done and and I would be exhausted and I would feel like I've gotten nothing done because I never actually completed anything. I never actually, are you still there? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. My, my computer just, was like it died. Um, I never actually completed anything. So I never felt like I was being productive. So that is one thing that is stopping mums big time from getting anything done. And then the next thing that's stopping us from getting, from being productive is, oh, hang on, back on, back on the multitasking thing. When I, uh, when I had my daughter, our first daughter, the so our middle child, I, um, she was really sick and I had, um, long story short, I had postnatal depression and PTSD and I went to a psychologist and one thing that she told me was this whole idea of rock the baby to rock the baby. So if you are rocking your baby to sleep, mm -hmm. just do that. Just rock the baby. If you are unpacking the dishwasher, just unpack the dishwasher to unpack the dishwasher. So yeah. it's, it's this idea of do the one task from start to finish. Get that task done. So unpacking the dishwasher. As soon as you open that dishwasher to unpack, put it all away, repack it, and then close it, and that is done. Don't half do it and then go off and do something else. Because So then you know, okay, well, I've done that and not I've done all these half other things. Yeah. And then the next thing, the second real biggest things for mums that we are um, – that's stopping us from being productive is not having a plan. So we're going into the day with a mental to-do list of like a thousand things. And then we are, um, you know, we're not knowing what to prioritize. We're, we're going to try and get these hundred things done. Um, and then it gets to dinner time and we go, Oh, I didn't tick everything off my to-do list. I now have no idea what I'm going to cook for dinner. And then we get really overwhelmed and stressed. And so one thing that we can do then is to have a have a weekly plan, have a have a date with yourself at some point, have a cup of tea or a coffee, something yummy to eat, and go over the week ahead and look at okay, what what have we got coming up? What what meals are we going to have? What are the two or three things that I want to get done each day? And have a plan so then you feel you know going into each day the one or two things you're going to do. And, you know, it's this is where the flexibility comes in is that you look at the week ahead and you go, well, I don't really want to have that meal today, so I'm going to swap it with this meal. Or I said I was going to clean the bathroom today, but I actually really need to um, do something else. So I'm going to clean the bathroom tomorrow and do this today. So it's not filling each day like really structured it's just having two or three maximum three because we you know especially as a stay-at-home mum with littles 
we don't have time to get more than three stuff done because we we want to be present with them the yeah. whole idea of getting more time back is to to be able to be present with our kids um so having having a weekly overview is a really good way to to be more productive I love that yeah because like if you don't what is that saying like um if like something about plan fail to if you don't if you plow to plan plan yeah. to fail to plan you plan to fail yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. yes it's so true like I thank God I'm somebody who loves planners <laughs> because <laughs> like I just not not that I'm like this super like planner I'm not like or like I've never been a super like oh color coordinate organized like person but I do love a planner I just think they're pretty and like I enjoy like writing like my my like appointments in them and like looking at them I just think that they're pretty and like putting stickers that come with it like in them so I just get joy out of the creative part of it but it does help me because I, at least I know like what's coming up. So even if you're not like a super organized planner um, and you're more of a creative kind of spontaneous person, like find joy in the creative pr- part of it and then you can just check back. But I do like the fact that you said like maxim- maximum three things because you can write 11 things on there and be totally overwhelmed and then the end of the day you have everything checked off but then you're like what did I do today like I didn't even look at my kids they were just there yeah you know and and then at the end you're not gonna feel like you were really like yeah you're productive in getting your to-do list done but did you you know for me I would rather spend time with my kids than worry about ticking things off on a checklist yeah I actually have um, created a thing for myself because like we had talked about not um, you and I both being more spontaneous. I have a, have a kind of free template for a person that's not necessarily a planner, but they know like the top four things that are important to them, like their spiritual time, their time with their kids, time to their home and like, time to their husband say that's like their top four things make sure in each day they do something in those four categories so at the end of the day they feel fulfilled you know yeah like I was I spent time with God I spent time with my kids I spent time with my husband and I attended to my home or whatever their four things are um yeah I love that yeah so it's less about no go ahead (laughs) No, go ahead. <laughs> That's going to fill you as well because yeah. we, need to, we need to, we really do need to fill our cups. Like we really do need to take care of us as much as, as much as we want to put our family first, you know, serve them. We can't serve them if we are feeling depleted and, and depressed. So we absolutely need to fill our cups. So I love that it's what are the four things that are most important to you? I love that. And then do something each day. Yeah. It's, it's less of, it's, I mean, it's productive, but in a fulfilling way, you know? Mm. 
Um, so, so multitasking you're saying is something that's stopping us. I think that's huge because I honestly, I do that all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, Oh, there's a, sh- like, I'm, I'm going to go get the laundry. Oh, there's a shirt on the ground. Oh, there's a toy. Let me pick up those toys. <laughs> it's like, what was, yeah. I going in- what was I going in the bedroom to do? Oh, the laundry. <laughs> like, yes. I forgot what I was even going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so, cause we get to like, women can multitask and we need to do all the things. And so that is our our go-to but it's actually taking way more time yeah that makes so much sense so what are the top two things that moms can do to get back more time yeah great question so the first one we've kind of talked about would be to have a have a weekly plan to sit down and go over that week and um you know if you've got you've got that template so use that and look over your week, look at what's coming up. So you are aware, particularly, you know, um, busy times like around Christmas and, um, you know, going, if your kids are in school and you've got activities and all those kinds of things, then you don't get surprised. Then you're giving your week forethought. We then, you know, the things don't seem to come up. They go, oh, I forgot about that. And, oh, I've got this appointment and, it's not putting out fires. It's you, you are aware and you have oversight and it comes back to the whole um, idea of, you know, God, God calling you to, to manage our household. And in that comes planning. So that is, that is probably the biggest thing. And the second thing would be to, uh, and I know you did a podcast episode on this recently, but what, what do your mornings look like? Because if you are waking up and you are already reacting mode because you're waking up and you're coming out to a messy kitchen. So one thing I really love to do is the night before part of my routine at night is when I'm cleaning up from dinner, I clean the entire kitchen because I I know if I'm walking out to a filthy kitchen first thing in the morning, I then am walking out to more chores, to more overwhelm, to more stress. And, you know, we as mums spend so much time in the kitchen. I'm mm-hmm. in there all day. Me so, too. <laughs> and, then, and then taking some time, and I know it's hard with um, little kids, you know, you don't want to wake up necessarily so much earlier than them if they're already early risers. But spending time with God when you when you wake up so you're not in reactive mode, so you are feeling you're feeling refreshed, you're feeling full, you're, you know, you've had that time with God to settle yourself into the day to then go, you know, it's such a difference if I'm waking up and I'm waking up to toddlers in my face going, I want breakfast now, mum. It's such a big, it's a different day if I'm waking up a little bit earlier you know, reading a verse, praying at a minimum and then going out and going, okay, let's, let's get into today. Yeah, I know. I agree. I totally agree with that. And, and I also think that like, yeah, if a clean kitchen is what makes you feel good, do a clean kitchen. Or I know some moms like to light a candle or start their essential oils diffuser, like all of those little things can get us into such a peaceful mindset to start our day if we're going Mm. into it 
stressed out already, it's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> then it then it can turn into like an like an avalanche, like just yeah. just yeah, snowballs. Yeah. And then you're then you'll be taking that reset and washing your face and putting the kids in the tub. Yeah, at eight AM. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so have a plan and do those little things so that you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that. Um so you talked about like being a holistic homemaker. What does that mean? Yeah, so this is kind of a term I coined because I, when I got that revelation of, you know, feeling really called that me maintaining home is worship. And it's not, it's so much more than just getting the chores done. It's really setting the atmosphere and having, having my faith and my husband's faith as the foundation for our home so that we have a a strong marriage so that we have a um kids that are godly and walking with god and you know because that really everything else out of everything else that's what we want we want our kids to walk with jesus right. and we want a good strong marriage right take or leave everything else and so we um so the whole idea around holistic homemaking, the whole idea around homemaking is it's more than um, housework. It's more than getting the chores done. It's more than the washing and the dishes and all those things. It's really about setting the atmosphere of our home and how do we how do we use our our skills and our knowledge and everything that I that we read in the Bible and we get from other um, women who have gone before us and our our parents and how do I then use that to to bring glory to God in my home and I guess it's really being aware and conscious of our home being a place God's dwelling place yeah because yeah, we're there so it's a place where God dwells so right um so that is the homemaking part of it and then the holistic part of it is I went on a journey around really becoming, once I started to become aware of um, like chemicals and products and things like that, I I then became really conscious of what I was bringing into my home. Um, So, you know, using natural as much as we can where possible, eating really well, eating like the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us because he is. So all those kinds of things about how do we how do we do it uh, in a way that glorifies God? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, is there um, when I hear holistic, I think of like top like toxic free like I don't know if that yeah, makes yeah. sense yeah you know, yeah like yeah non-toxic yeah. and like cleaning non-toxic cleaning supplies I think of like the essential oil thing I think of like here in America we have like Trader Joe's and Wegmans the organic food stores where like you eat organically like is that kind of what you do you feel like God like when you say that that's like God honoring. Is that what you mean? Like just really using those 
holistic avenues or is it yeah. less of that? Okay. No. Yeah. So I, when, when my son was four months old, um, he had, so how it started for me, when my son was four months old, he had horrendous eczema and we were doing everything. We were doing all the creams, all the medicines, going to see the, all the specialists. Um, and it ended up being our laundry detergent. And that's where it kind of started for me that I then changed to a more natural one. Um, someone said, have you ever just make it with some bicarb, some washing soda and some pink salt? And I was like, what? Uh, anyway, and yeah. his eczema literally disappeared within two weeks. Like oh went from being horrendous, like screaming in pain. And he's four months old, like, and I thought I was the worst mum ever, but that's okay. <laughs> and, um, and, and, it just, and I went, oh, my goodness, what, what was in that? And so then I, yeah, went down the rabbit hole of reading um, chemicals and ingredient lists and going, okay, how do, I, how do I do it where I'm, I, I don't have to use all that? Where I, yeah. I only want to use things that is benefiting our help. How can we do? So we absolutely, we big on essential oils. We um, use as much natural products as we possibly can. Um, the cost of eating organic here in Australia is ridiculous. Okay. Um, so we just eat as, as well as we can. Like yeah. A lot of whole foods, um, you know, organic when you can, but. Right. But also the cost. Like yeah. Well, so. and, that, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, even in America, it costs a lot of money to eat organically. And I think more so for most moms is it feels like momming is hard enough. Like, and to, yeah. to think about ter- being non-toxic and eating whole foods all the time, like that seems like an over overwhelming task to try to figure out how to do all of that I mean me myself like there's so many times where I've been like I think I want to do that and then like I'll start and then I'll be like this is so overwhelming you know Mm, and it's like it's so much easier and cheaper to just buy the the easy stuff that everyone buys off the shelf you know yeah so for me it was really a I took I took a wet I took it away from the hype because that's what I, I really thought. I thought that the whole low tox thing was really hype and a clever marketing plan. And, um, but then when, when we experienced it firsthand, I kind of thought, well, I want, I want to honor my body. This is the one that, this is the one that I have. Yeah. I, I only have this body while I'm on this earth. Yeah. And so how can I how can I best treat it and treat it as the temple that yeah that the Bible says it is. And so I you know it's not about and this is something that I tell mums all the time it's not about perfection. It's about just make one better choice. You know, because yeah. if you are, if you are standing in the supermarket and I have totally been there where I stood in the supermarket and was reading labels especially at first now now I'm getting and now I am better at it but at first and I would be like crying trying to find what source was the better source and so stressed and then you've actually undone everything because the stress in your body is causing more problems than probably eating the bad food anyway all right 
but it's just about making okay what's what's the better choice what's one little swap that I can make and that is where I'm actually in the middle of creating a um, a guide to completely take the overwhelm out of this for mums because so many it is when I did it a few years ago there wasn't a lot out there on you know it was still kind of is it hype is it not but now really for me going low tox um was a solution to our, I, to the problem of us being the sickest we've ever been as a as a general population and you know all the there's a lot of things that aren't food in food yeah. so yeah well that's really like just kind of when you look at when you think about it that way when you're just standing in the store and you're like hmm which what's instead of doing this what's one what can I replace with this that's healthy and then Mm -hmm. I mean and you can look at that like even when you're picking out products or soap like I can grab this but like what what over here just and just like thinking I'm just gonna try one product today when I go to the store today I'm gonna do our our soap Next week when I go grocery shopping, I'm going to see what's the better chicken tomorrow. I mean, next week when I go to the grocery store, I'm going to see, figure out what's the best, you know, whatever category. And then as you constantly do that over, you know, three months and you're replacing all of those, I mean, how many more, um, I mean, you'll just be racking up the better choices every time you go. Yeah. And you just, and that's where you you just go slow. You just do one one thing at a time. It's not, it's not an all or nothing. It's not meant to be overwhelming and stressful. You just do one, one little swap at a time. That makes so much sense because that was like a revelation for me because when I've made the decision, I'm one of those people that are like, okay. And like, <laughs> I try to go all in at one time and then it becomes so overwhelming. Then I just quit. Yeah. So that's yeah. such a great, um, like that's such great advice. Just one thing at, at one t- one thing each trip, or two things each trip, and by the time you get you know you get to the six month mark, you'll have everything in your cart, <laughs> the best yeah. choice, the better choice. Um, <laughs> well, w- tell everyone um, that's listening if um, you know they've been kind of um, just whether it was the pro- productivity information or the holistic stuff, what, like, what are some things that you have that they can follow you or they can find you, what they can download or, you know, what, what, what are some options that you have for them that they can kind of get, get you to help them? Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at wholesome mama and also on Facebook, wholesome mama and mama is M U M M A. And then the website is wholesomemama.com and I've got, um, there's like a freebie on there for um, simplifying your home because if you are drowning in clutter, that's a whole nother conversation. But if you're drowning in clutter, then you're never actually going to get anything done. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I've got, um, yeah, lot, lots of goodness. So if you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and there's a um, Facebook group as well. But, yeah, they're the main main places to find me. Awesome. I, and I'll link all of that in the show notes as well. And in the emails that the subscribers get. Um, so 
I am so grateful that I was able to have this conversation with you because it helped me and I know it's going to help the other moms. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Jill. I've I've loved chatting with you and being on here to, to share today. It's been fun. Yes. And is there one last piece of advice or one last thing that you would like to share that you didn't get to share? Uh, I think it just remember a reminder to mums that you're not just a mum, that you, there is, there is calling in motherhood and motherhood is, I think is one of the highest callings. It's such a privilege to, to get to raise children. Um, So yeah, stop saying you're just a mum, you get to be a mum and it's a, it's a blessing, but I love that. um, Yeah. And how about you close us in prayer? Yes, let's do that. God, I thank you so much for Jill and for this podcast and the community of listeners here. And I pray for every listener, God, that you would bless them and their household, God, that you would you would be speaking to the mums who are listening, that you would remind her of her calling, remind her that you, she is in your thoughts, that you have not forgotten her, that you see where she is. You see her bending down, cleaning up that mess. You see her when she's crying because it's just too much. God, I pray that your peace and comfort would be with every mum as they go about their day today. I pray that you would go before us and you would um, bring favour into our lives. And we thank you so much that you are a good God and that you bless us and you love us and that you give us women in our lives that can do this journey with us. So we thank you and yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Elise. And also remind the, uh, I wanted to remind the listeners that of that guide to, to subscribe to you because if they're interested in the guide for the holistic thing, that's awesome. Um, I'm sure you'll, you'll send out something when the guide is ready. Yes. So, so subscribe to her and then look out for her guide or any other tips. It was such a pleasure having you, Elise. I'm so glad that we got to talk. Thank you so much, Jill. It's been Um, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the faithful mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful. Hey friend, have you heard? I created a free mini course just for you. It's called the Divine destiny mini course. This course will take you from unmotivated, messy motherhood to understanding your divine destiny that was placed on your life from God. I know what it feels like to be completely stuck. I was so lost and lacked direction and without direction, there's just no motivation. But this will take you from feeling like you're going in circles to growing with God. It will take you from feeling lost and unseen to motivated and clear on where God wants you to go. I promise this will empower each role of your life and inspire you to be the best version of yourself. 
After this course, you will be excited for your future and all that is to come. So what do you say? Let me and Jesus hold your hand and walk you into all he has for you. You can find the mini course in the show notes or on my website at jillrohrball.com. I can't wait for you to be inspired.